1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God and the will of God for my life. My life is being changed for the better. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. And I'm where the Word says I am. I'm seated right now in the heavenly realms in the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine. And I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert. My spirit is receptive as I'm being taught the Word of God. My life is being changed for the better. And I will never be the same again. Amen. You may be seated. We've been in a series on Sunday mornings learning how to handle our finances God's way. This series has been called The Truth About Money. As we begin the new year, I want to say that Jessica and I and our family, my parents, we wish you love. We wish you joy. We wish you happiness. We wish you physical health and length of life. We wish that your life would be as full and as fulfilling as ours have been. We wish you love. And that's what the Apostle John wrote in 3 John. In verse 2, he wrote, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. This year, 2021, will be for you a year of miracles. Say, 2021 will be for me and my family and our church family a year of miracles. Say this, say, God is doing in my life what I believe he's doing. God is doing in my life what I say he's doing. Say it again. Say, 2021 for me and my family and for this church is a year of miracles. And you might say, Austin, have you, have you looked on social media today? Have you read the news today? Have you, have you read all of this and that going on? That's out there in the world. And we are walking in the blessing and the protection and the favor of Almighty God. Amen? We, we live above the circumstances. Say this, say, I'll never be broke. Never be broke. Another, day, Another day, say, I'll never be defeated. Another day, say, I'll never be sick. Another day, say, my days of defeat are over. Now remember as we begin that one word from God acted upon, and that's the key, acted upon can change your life for the better. One word from God acted upon can change your life for the better. Sometimes people wrongly assume that they can attend a faith church and make a few positive confessions for a day or a week or a month, whatever it is, and then automatically walk 
in the blessings of God. Well, it's just not so. To walk in the miraculous, to live a blessed life, you have to be a doer of the Word of God. And what a contrast in the days that we're living in. You've heard us mention Malachi 3.18 many times. You will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. Well, if there's ever been a distinction, we see it in 2020. If there's ever been a distinction, we see it in 2021. And so if you want to live a blessed life, you have to be a doer of God's Word. You can live a life of miracles. You can live a life of answered prayer, but you've got to take action to make the blessings of God yours. You know, it's a new year. And at the beginning of every new year, people have New Year's resolutions. Now, I know everything's different in 2020, 2021. And so maybe this week the gyms won't be full. Amen. But in normal times, at the beginning of a new year, the, the gyms are always packed out. At LA Fitness, Lifetime Fitness, wherever, you drive by January, February, it's packed. Then March, the attendance goes down. April, the attendance goes down. May, the attendance goes down. Then people are worried about how they're going to look in June, amen. So the attendance goes back up, back up in June, back up in July. Then it dwindles and dwindles and dwindles. Thanksgiving, Christmas, then it's back up at the new year. The key to improve your life for the better in any area of life is to take action, to make the blessings of God yours. Today's message is entitled, Faith Can Be Seen. James wrote in James 2 and verse 18, someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by what I do. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by what I do. I will show you my faith by what I do. Say to yourself, say, it's about what I do. There's a saying in the world, but there's truth to it, that the proof is in the pudding. Jesus put it this way, that a tree is known by its fruit. A good tree bears good fruit. A bad tree bears bad fruit. Faith, Bible faith, real faith. Faith that changes lives. Faith that brings answers. Faith that results in the blessings of God. Faith can be seen. And the reality is we know in each of our lives what we really believe by what we do. So you believe in the importance of being in church, gathered together to worship the Lord, to hear the Word of God, even on a holiday Sunday. How do, how do I know you believe that? Because you're, you're here and I'm looking at you. Faith can be seen. And faith is evidenced by what we do. Now number one is important. Number one this morning Faith is not belief, and belief is not faith. Now, our faith can be based on what we believe. Our faith can be made up of what we believe, but faith is not belief, and belief is not faith. James 2 and verse 17, James writes, In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Doesn't matter what my opinion about it might be, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Look down at verse 19. You believe that there is one good, good. Do you believe that there is one God, good? Even demons believe that and shudder. So belief by itself is not enough. Verse 20, faith without deeds is useless, worthless, good for nothing. Verse 26, 
as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Then you go back, verse 24, James 2, 24, a person is justified by what he does and not by faith alone. Now, now we live in a time, we live in a culture, and even in the church culture in America, many people have a problem with this. But this is what the Word of God says. A man or a woman is justified by what they do and not by faith alone. Remember what Jesus taught in the Gospels. A good tree bears what kind of fruit? A bad tree bears what kind of fruit? So if it's bad fruit, year after year after year, what kind of tree do you have? But, but, but Austin, the, the tree says that they love the Lord. The tree says that they, they, they love Jesus. The tree says they're trying to be better. But what kind of fruit does the tree bear? Bad fruit. So it's not just about what we believe. It's also about what we do. Faith is not belief. And belief is not faith. Faith and belief are not the same, and they are not synonyms. Many people wrongly assume that when they're exercising faith, that they're also believing, and that when they believe, they're exercising faith. And that's not necessarily the case. And this is where so many of God's people miss out on the blessings of God. Faith and belief are not the same. They're not synonyms. You can believe and yet not exercise any faith. And you can have doubt in your head, but still take action on the Word of God, and faith will work. There's a great example in the Old Testament. Naaman the leper took action on what Elisha said, and even though he didn't really believe it, he was healed. Naaman was a great commander in the Syrian army, and Elisha told him to go dip in the Jordan River, and he thought, that's gross, that's disgusting, you don't know who I am, I'm not going to go get in that dirty water. So he, he doubted he didn't believe, he wasn't happy about it. A servant girl told him that if the prophet had asked you to do some great thing, you'd have no problem doing it. So he didn't believe, yet he did. He did what Elisha said do, and he received his healing. So you can believe while not exercising any faith, not receive, and then wrongly assume it wasn't God's will. We gave this example during the Holy Week Revival. Having the money to buy a loaf of bread is not the same as actually having a loaf of bread. Just as having faith to be healed is not the same as actually being healed. To buy a loaf of bread, you got to go in the store. And I know now we can have things delivered to the house, but you still got to at least get on your iPhone, click, 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 and then have it brought to your house. So to get a loaf of bread, you got to go to the store. You've got to select the kind you want. And if your wife has sent you to the store... There's 30, 40, 50 different choices. And when I was growing up, I always wanted my mom to buy the white Wonder Bread. Amen. Kind that's not healthy for you. But you go, there's 30 different choices. You got to make the right choice. Then you got to go check out, and you've got to get your money out to pay for the loaf of bread. You may have the money, but you won't have the bread until you go to the store and you buy the loaf of bread. So you might have faith to be healed, but you'll never be healed until you turn your faith loose to receive your healing. So you got to turn your faith loose. Tell your neighbors, say, turn your faith loose. Tell your other neighbors, say, turn your faith loose. And we do that, we do that by taking action. And that's where the difference is. Faith is 
the currency of the kingdom of God. And if you want to receive something in the kingdom of God, if you want to gain something or acquire something in the kingdom of God, if you want to receive something in the kingdom of God, there's only one way, and it's by faith. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. And to help you in your understanding, a word we could substitute for faith is action. There are a lot of people, and they're believing this, and they're believing that, but they're not taking any action, and that's why month after month, year after year, their life doesn't change for the better. You got to take action. Number two, faith means having to do something. Faith means having to do something. John 1 and verse 12 says, but as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So many deceive themselves into inaction. James 1 and verse 22 says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, do what it says. So it's great to come to the house of God. It's great to hear the word of God. We all know Romans 10, 17, which says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But is it enough to just hear? I don't, I don't know why I keep talking about marriage. When, when your wife is talking to you, you got to actually listen. This is for somebody. Amen. Me too. When, you're, when your wife is talking, you got to listen. Faith cometh by hearing. Amen. But if you want a happy wife, you've actually got to not just hear, but also take action on what she's telling you or asking you to do. Amen. So hearing is great. We're here. We're hearing the word of God or during the week as you, you go to work or do your work at home or wherever it is and you listen to faith-filled sermons. Hearing the word of God is great, but hearing is not enough. You've also got to take action. James 1.22, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, do. Say do. do. Do what it says. And so we're saying that this year, is going to be a year of miracles. We're saying that 2021 is going to be a year of greater miracles, but we have a part to play, amen. We have a part to play. And if we want greater miracles, we've got to take greater action. If we want greater provision, we've got to take greater action, amen. And God is wonderful. If you say, Lord, in this area of my life, these are my goals, these are what I'm, this is what I'm believing you for, what changes do I need to make? What action do I need to take? The Lord will speak to you. He'll move upon your heart. He'll outline it for you. For it to really be faith, not just believe, your faith must have corresponding action. It's a new year, so let me give an example with weight. Amen. You know, the holidays are over, so cook, cookie and pie time is over. Amen. But if you're believing to lose 25 pounds, you've got to have corresponding action. You know, if you just believe you receive this week, next week, next month, but don't have any corresponding action, you're not going to lose any weight, amen? For your faith to really be faith, not just belief, you've got to have corresponding action. And understanding that will change your life. Turn in your Bible to Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. And here's an example of how faith can be seen. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard he had come home. 
So many gathered, there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. So they, they heard, they were hearing, he preached the word. Some men came bringing to him a paralytic, carried by four of them. Since they could not get, to, get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus, and after digging through it, lowered the mat the paralyzed man was lying on. Their homes typically would have had an upper level, and sometimes during the hot seasons, they would even go up and sl sleep on the upper level. So there were stairs going up, and it would have been tile or thatch. It, was, it could be disassembled and pulled apart, and so that's what they did. And why would they do that? Why would they go through all this effort to get their friend to see Jesus? Well, they believed that if they could get their friend to Jesus, he would be healed. He would be made whole. Now, how do we know? How do we know that they believe that? We know they believe that by what they did. We know they believe that by their actions. And see, in your life, you, you know what someone believes by what they do. See, it's not just about what we say or believe or confess or pray for. It's about what we do. Look at verse 5. When Jesus saw their faith. So faith can be seen. Now faith, it can be based on what we believe. Faith can be made up of what we believe. And our faith ought to be based on the right beliefs from the word of God. Amen. But faith is not belief. And belief is not faith. Faith is much more. Faith is action. When Jesus saw their faith. Say he saw their faith. Say Faith can be seen. When he saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that, they, that this is what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up take your mat and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. So he gave, he saw the friend's faith, but even though these friends, they took action, they demonstrated their faith, that was still not enough for this man to be healed. See, he, to be healed, he had to have his own faith. Many, many times in the gospels, Jesus would say to someone, your faith has made you well. And so Jesus had to give this man an opportunity to demonstrate faith. And so he spoke a rhema Christos to him. He spoke a word from the Lord to him. He said, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. Now look at verse 12. Look at what this man did. He got up. Say, he got up. Now, a paralyzed man can't get up. And I think sometimes we picture this in our minds the wrong way. There's an old Hollywood movie. It has many faults. And the portrayal of Jesus is a little odd, but it's called The Greatest Story Ever Told. But there is a scene in the film where Jesus goes into a synagogue. He delivers the word of God, and he heals a man, a crippled man, and he tells him to walk. And as that man starts to walk, at first you see him struggle. And see, we often think it's an easy thing. So he spoke to him. He said, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. He got up. 
which would have required great effort, great action, a great demonstration of faith. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. So when was he healed? When he took action. And a lot of people, they never receive their answer. They never receive their miracle. Nothing ever changes because they never take action. Get up. I can't. Get up. I won't. Do this. No. Do that. No. Or every excuse. He got up. He picked up his mat and walked out in full view of them all. See, the miracle comes as we take action. The action comes. The blessing comes. The answer to prayer comes as we take action. The change comes as we take action. And praise God, we believe. Praise God, we confess. Praise God, we do other things. But the answer comes as we take action. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. So the faith of his friends could be seen by what they did. And how do we know that this paralytic man who was healed, how do we know he not only heard what Jesus said, but he believed it, and he took action on it? How do we know he really believed what Jesus said? He got up. He did what Jesus said to do. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. And that's when he received his answer. Now, how could Jesus see his faith or his friend's faith? Because they took action. They all took action. And that's how Jesus saw their faith. So faith can be seen. And faith works by our taking action. Faith works by our taking action. So we believe, yes, we confess, yes, we pray, yes, but faith is demonstrated in action. And it's as we take action, the answer comes. It's as we take action, the provision comes. Number three, faith is acting on the word of God. Faith is taking action on the word of God. It is taking action. Look over at Mark 11, beginning in verse 22. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. He literally said, have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. In 2019, the Lord told my father, confession trumps everything. Kenneth Hagin would often say that you will only have what you boldly confess. So we, we turn our faith loose by saying what we believe. We turn our faith loose by saying what we want or desire, but we also turn our faith loose by taking action on the Word of God. There's got to be action. And if there's no action, there'll be no change. There's no action, there'll be no miracle. There's no action, there'll be no blessing or answer to prayer, whatever it is. There has to be action. Now, confession is not the only way we can take action, but it is one way we can take action. That's why you've got to get all the forces of your life lined up and moving in the same direction. 
your faith, what you are believing and taking action on the Word of God, your confession, your action. You've got to get everything lined up and moving in the right direction. And so as we begin 2021, you've got to have a positive confession. You've got to say what you want and what you're believing for in your life. You know, in the Old Testament, there's an example in the book of Job where it's acknowledged, he says, that what, what I feared has come upon me. You've got to watch what you say. You've got to watch what you confess in your life. You've got to say what you want and give direction to your life. And that's why if you say to me, Austin, well, this is going on out there in the world, that, that's going on. Have you heard what the county judge over in Dallas or wherever is I don't care because that doesn't control or dictate anything going on in my life. In my life, I determine what's going on in my life. You go to the book of James, James gives the example that the mouth is like the rudder on the ship. And if you're tired of being shipwrecked, you got to get your mouth right and watch what you say. So confession isn't the only way, but it's one way we can take action. Now, verse 24 here in Mark 11, if you'll have the eyes to see it and the heart to believe it and take action, it can release the power of God in your life and circumstances. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever, who desires? What things soever you desire? When you pray. So who's got to do the praying? Which requires action, amen? Getting up in the morning, setting the time aside, praying. You might say, Austin, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to pray. Learning how to pray. It all takes action. So who's got to do the desiring? You do. Who's got to do the praying? When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Have what? The things you desire. So Jesus is talking about our things. He's talking about things. He's talking about desires. He's talking about the things that we desire, not the things that Father God desires for you, not the things that Jesus desires for you. He's talking about the things that you desire. Now, religion will tell you that we're not supposed to want or have anything. Religion will tell you that it's sinful to want or to even have material things, but in your life, who gave you your good, godly, righteous desires? Did those come from the devil? Did those come from the world? No, they came from Father God. Religion will actually teach people to be hypocrites. We know that everyone needs things. We know that people want things, but religion will teach people to act like they don't want anything. Religion will teach people to act like they don't need anything, and then if someone does have something, religion will teach people to act like they don't have anything. Well, we can either put on an act for people or we can just take action on the Word of God and walk in answered prayer and walk in the blessing of God and live a life of miracles. I don't want to put on an act. And I don't want to put on an act to make people happy, amen? And the people that are critical... The people that have something to say, they have an opinion, they're not paying the bills anyway. They're not paying the bills in your life anyway. So if I'm going to act or take action, I'm going to take action on the Word of God because that's what brings about His blessing. And all the things that God made, the silver, the gold, who did He make that for? The world, 
those who are lost, those that live wicked, evil lives. See, all the blessings of God are for his children. Now, here are three Bible witnesses regarding God giving us our desires. And Psalm 37, 4 is the first. And this has probably been the, the verse of my life, Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of whose heart? Your heart. And again, if you love God, if you love his word, if you love his house, if you do as we're about to get to in John 15 and verse 7, if you live a life where you're remaining in him and remaining in his word, if you're living the life, you're not going to have ungodly desires. You're not going to have wicked desires. So Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, does it all happen overnight? No. But over time, as you live the life, over time, as you take action on the word of God, over time, as you, as Jesus said, Matthew 6, put first the kingdom of God and his righteousness over time, as you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give unto you the desires of your heart. You know, as we begin the new year, I'm, I'm just happy. I'm just thankful. I'm just grateful for all of God's blessings, for all of his provision, for everything that that he's done, for everything that he's done for Faith Christian Center, for everything that he's done for our family, for everything he's doing for your families. You know, if you said, Austin, do you have a, a long list of prayer requests in your life? The answer is no. I'm just thankful. I'm just happy. I'm just grateful. And I, I can say at the age of 38 that Psalm 37, 4 is true. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give unto you the desires of your heart. So Austin, do you have any desires that haven't been met, that haven't not, that haven't been met yet? Well, maybe a few, but but I'd have to think about it. That is how good God has been. John 15, 7, the second one. If you remain or abide in me, and my words remain or abide in you, ask whatever who wishes, whatever you wish, and it will be given you. Now abide means to live in, settle down in or take up residence in his word. So you got to spend time in the word of God, amen? And on the church website or on the app, if you have the, the church's app on your phone, you can do the daily Bible reading. And you may not want to do it that way. Well, you can come up with your own Bible reading plan. That's what's great about all this technology. It can be used for good, but you've got to spend time in the word. You got to abide in the word. And if you'll live a life where you're remaining in him, and his words remaining in you, Jesus said we can ask what we wish and it will be given to us. Then the last one is Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever who desires? You do. What things soever you desire, when who prays? When you pray, who's got to do the believing they receive? You do. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So when you pray, you got to couple your desires together with your praying. And you might say, oh, Austin, I, I don't know how to do that. You got to spend more time in the Word of God. And if you just got saved, you just become a part of the family of God, you, you might be wondering about the righteous desires that you should have. You got to spend time in the Word of God. But when you pray, couple, combine your desires with your praying. Combine or couple your desires with believing you receive when you pray. So Mark eleven twenty four 24 shows us how to activate 
the Word of God in your life. When you pray, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you will have them. Here's another example in Luke 8. Luke 8, beginning in verse 11, this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the Word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the Word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. So a key in your life is action, but there's a key that goes with that, and that is consistency. Why are so many not as blessed as they could be? Because they just can't be consistent. And so even as I, I, I read those verses, I can think about and picture people, and they come, and they're, they're happy, they're joyful, they, they, they hear the word, they, they walk an aisle, but they're not here right now. I haven't seen them in a while. I haven't seen them in a few weeks. And what, why, what's the issue? What's the issue in their life? They took action, but they haven't been consistent. And so it's what Jesus describes here, that they hear the word. They hear the word with joy, but the devil comes along and takes away the word from their hearts so they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rock are the ones who receive the word with joy. So they, they hear it, they're joyful, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they, they fall away. And so, you know, if you were to say, Austin, is 2020 a time of testing? Well, not for us, because we passed the test. But there, there are people, and it was a time of testing, and they have not passed the test. Because they believe the word of man. They believe the word of those that don't know the Lord over the word of God. So they heard, they heard with joy, but in the time of testing, they... They fall away. We don't see them. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they're choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. You know, we confess from Deuteronomy that in our day of prosperity or blessing, we'll serve the Lord. But historically, in nations, as nations have prospered, people by and large turn away from the Lord. And they're not faithful. They're not in God's house. And then times of trouble come. And what do people do? They, they turn to the Lord. They get more faithful. But it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't have to be that way. So they're choked by life's worries and riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil, say, I'm good soil. I'm good soil. The seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and a good heart who hear the word, they retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. So they hear they retain, and they produce, which is taking action. Faith is taking action on the Word of God. They hear, they retain, and by persevering, produce. So what do we got to do in 2021? We've got to keep hearing, keep retaining, and keep producing, which is we've got to keep taking action on the Word of God. You might say, Austin, how long do I have to keep taking action? Until the day you go to be with the Lord. We don't get a break from taking action. The day you stop taking action is the day you stop making progress. The day you stop taking action is the day you stop going to new levels and walking in his blessing. Say, the blessing of God is working in me. Say, the blessing of God is working on me and around me. Say, I am blessed. Now, number four, and here's an example in a particular area of our life in this series, obedience on money is not the only way we can take action, 
but it is one way we can take action on the Word of God. Pastor John Osteen, who has since gone on to be with the Lord, he taught that money and obedience with money is important because we handle money every day. We use and we need money every day. Money is a daily thing. Go to Genesis 4, beginning in verse 6. And this goes back to the beginning and what happened with Cain and Abel. Genesis 4 and verse 6, the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? Verse 7 is the key. If you do, say do, what is right will you not be accepted? We could say it this way, or have favor or have my blessing. You read up earlier, the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offerings, but he did not look with favor on Cain and his offerings. So Cain was angry. Cain was downcast. He was upset about it. So the Lord said to him, verse 7, if you do what is right, will you not be accepted? And we cannot escape this fact. Old Testament, New Testament, it's about what we do. And walking in the blessing of the Lord, walking in the favor of the Lord, living a life of answered prayer, living a life of miracles, it is about what we do. The action we take or the action we don't take. The Lord told him, if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. Now think about that. God told that to Cain before the word of God was ever written. Cain had no Old Testament. This was before the time of Abraham, the time of Moses. Cain had no covenant. Cain had no scripture. Cain did not yet have the Lord Jesus Christ. Cain did not have the help of the Holy Spirit. Yet without all of that, the Lord told him he could master sin. So what excuses do we have today? We have the new covenant. We have everything that Jesus did for us. We, we have all that he did for us. And we have the baptism and the infilling of the Holy Spirit and the power of God. So what excuses do we have as we begin 2021? Whatever the problem is, you can master it. Whatever the challenge is, you can overcome it. Whatever the difficulty is, you can get the victory with the help of God. And praise God for every advantage that we have. So there are many believers, and they don't take action. And they are self-deceived. James 1.22, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do. Say do what it says. Now, if someone is deceived, then it's easy for Satan to just keep leading them down the road of deceit and being deceived. So as we begin this new year, we don't want to be deceived. And as we begin this new year, we've got a purpose in our hearts to take action and to take greater action in every area of our lives in this new year. Mark 2 and verse 5, when Jesus saw their faith. So Jesus saw their faith. Then he saw the problem. He saw the situation. He saw the man. He saw the paralytic. And he spoke a rhema Christos, a word from the Lord to him. That man heard what Jesus said, but he must have really believed what Jesus said because he didn't just hear Jesus say, get up. He then got up. He took action on what Jesus had said. So in your life, you got to take action. You got to take action and let Jesus see your faith. Got to take action. As James says, 
and prove your faith by what you do. When Jesus saw their faith. So tell your neighbor again, say, faith can be seen. Tell your other neighbor, say, faith can be seen. So in your life, in 2021, you've got to take action and you've got to let God and everyone around you see your faith. And if you'll do that, this year will be a year of miracles. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.